Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You were Mr. Derek Scott on the ones and twos. Yes, this is Oilers now. Yes, it is Brendan Escott back in the big chair from, well, my first trip ever to Europe. Took me to Italy, took me all around the beautiful Italian countryside for the last golly, nine nine days or so. Stopped in Amsterdam, the airport on the way uh, back here. Got in early enough yesterday to, to mix in a game of slow pitch and then promptly crash <laughs> at about 10 o'clock and that was it. Here we are. It is Oilers now. It's a Wednesday edition. It's brought to you as always by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Big shout out to Cam Moon who stepped in and filled in admirably in the absence of myself and and of Bob and uh, hey man it's great to have Cam on the roster both on the hockey broadcast and to sit in and keep you entertained while uh, while we mix in a much deserved break if I do say so myself we're gonna keep it loosey goosey today lots of time for you to chime in on really whatever's kind of buzzing your tower these days in the hockey world obviously we've got the Holinka Gretzky Cup well underway in the central part of our province Canada taking on its first true test shall we say in Sweden coming up this evening a couple of big wins uh, over some other countries I'll tell you about in NHL today Sweden beating the same two teams so uh, again you know you see these international bests on bests and at that level u uh, 18 tournament some countries I mean there's a pretty big gap as we have come to learn over the last while so uh, we'll uh, we'll venture to fill you in on what's been going on on the Holinka Gretzky I know we're on the precipice of the summer world juniors this second incarnation couple Edmonton oil kings will be returning to the festivities and then your newest oil king Luca Hoff will be representing Germany as well. Uh, you want to keep in touch? You can do so on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline 780-496-0063 Get all charged up for summer. Bring your player's club card to the venue and get a free River Cree portable charger. For more, head to rivercreeresort.com 
Take you through the first hour with plenty of you on the uh, text line, on the phone line, if you feel so inclined. Hour number two today, David Staples from the Cult of Hockey will check in. Lots going on in the Cult of Hockey, looking at Edmonton's defense and sort of what it could morph into next year. Evan Bouchard poised to take a step and uh, Darnell Nurse's contract now being labeled one of the worst in the league, although I don't even think he's actually played a game under that contract. So that's an interesting one. Maybe we'll touch on that too. And our NHL insider, John Shannon, of course, coming up at 1.35 with lots of, of reminiscing to do. I don't know if you're aware, and I don't know if you're a baseball fan, but as a sports fan, I know that you know the name Vin Scully. Legendary Los Angeles Dodgers broadcaster, basically transcending sports as sort of a cultural icon in that regard. He passed away in his mid-90s yesterday. Hi, everybody, and a very pleasant good evening to you. It was the familiar opening to Scully's smooth summer soundtrack. I don't know how you feel about it at the other end of these microphones. For 67 years, from Brooklyn to Los Angeles, Jackie Robinson and Sandy Koufax. Sandy into his windup. Here's the pitch. Swung out and missed the perfect game. To Fernando Mania and Clayton Kershaw, Scully was the beloved voice of the Dodgers, a consummate storyteller. All I have ever really accomplished is to talk about the accomplishments of others. He's in the Baseball Hall of Fame, on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and six years ago received the nation's highest civilian honor. I've loved this game. I'm Sagar Magani. So there you go. I mean, it's uh, it's one of those things. Time catches up with us all, and at 94, we say goodbye to to Vin Scully, who made so many memories. And, and you know, yes, I'm the young buck, and I didn't really really watch a whole lot of Vince Scully in his prime. I know they talk about the Kurt Gibson play probably being the biggest one and the most uh, the most famous for Scully and he didn't even say a word. It was two and a half minutes of silence. But that's what separates the legendary broadcasters, I suppose from the good broadcasters and those who, you know, are able to sort of ride the waves of the game in that sense. Won't belabor the point too much there, nor will I about Kevin Lowe, but if you missed yesterday's show, he has announced his retirement from the Oilers organization after a distinguished 40-plus year career. Hard to believe. It really is hard to believe, but as far as knocking the ball out of the park with your first ever draft pick as a franchise. I'm not sure that you could have done better in the long term, in the long game, than the Oilers did with Kevin Lowe, bringing them everything on the ice that he could and, and, and all those Stanley Cups that came with it. But then, being a quintessential part of the community and, and sort of bridging, I guess, all of the different eras and weaving it all. To, he's kind of been the one constant, if you think about it, right from the time that we, we saw them introduced in the NHL. And uh, <laughs> it just all the way through the dark eras and, and the mid-90s and all the turmoil. And here we are back on the upswing again as we dip into the Oilers Now Audio Vaults, brought to you by Direct. Workwear. They're proud to offer on-site seamstress services. There we go. And embroidery as well. You can get your workwear and have it customized all in one trip. Kevin Lowe joining Reed Wilkins last night on Inside Sports, explaining why now is the right time to retire. You know, grandkids have come into our life. Uh, you know, Karen, my wife, has 
has uh, had to put a lot on the back burner, uh, you know, for for me and my profession. And, uh, you know, now it's time, uh, a little payback, I guess, but it'll give us a chance uh, to get south a little bit in the winter, to, to get off to other destinations to visit grandkids and uh, still take in as many games as possible. But certainly when you're employed by, by an organization, you're, there's, you know, responsibility on your end to be around. So this way we can plan things out a little further for ourselves. Yeah, and uh, as far as Lowe's gratefulness, his gratitude, as it were, to stay in the game? I'm really, truly blessed. Uh, I can't even begin to, you know, thank uh, the, the hockey world, you know, the the Oilers particularly, the, the city of Edmonton and his fans, uh, uh, and the NHL for that matter. You know, I've been in the NHL since 1979. I've never had another job. And uh, it's it's just really blessed to have been in that long and and have been able to have so many great experiences. Could you accuse him of maybe not being prepared for life after hockey uh, at a certain point? Well, no, I don't think so. It's all about passion. However, I think you do have to get to a certain spot, and, and I'm saying this at just about 28 years old. I, 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 I don't know what that would be like, but I assume, having watched the likes of you know Brett Favre call his retirement and then uh, shortly thereafter decide, mm, I'm not done yet. Or how about Tom Brady doing that just this very offseason? Well, Lowe says uh, you got to be prepared for life after hockey i remember having a conversation with glenn sather or he with me saying you know you better you better uh i, I hope you're thinking about life after hockey and, and you know i i said um and that's not because he, he thought i should retire <laughs> but it was like no no it was more of a um a compliment and and uh really a like a, a friendly push or acknowledgement to say you know like you can do anything you want to do just just decide what you want to do and finally, Low certainly getting to bear witness to this team at, at a very exciting time. You know, this this is the upswing once again, and he's been around for all of it. And now Low gets to watch the hockey-crazed market that he participated in and see it in a modern incarnation, as evidenced by this most recent playoff run. It never ceases to amaze me, um, you know, what happens come playoff time in and around Edmonton it's it's really it's you know I've been around it for so many years and um, it's really an interesting phenomena it's you know business is better the beer tastes better the hot dogs taste better everybody seems to be happy you know despite what maybe is going on in their personal lives it's really a some respects distraction you know it's the beginning of spring it's a special time and you know what's not unique to this year or unique to the the first years the Oilers won the cup it's just a, it's almost a given i guess that's why fans are so passionate about the team making the playoffs cuz you know they 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 really enjoy as much as the players and and everybody involved it's um uh you know it just gives you uh you know hope that that uh, it's going to happen again. I'm sure it will. Uh, uh, no doubt that the players really made a huge step this year, and I think they're in that groove now where they they know that they got a chance to win the cup someday, and and I, we can expect some pretty exciting springs here for for the years to come.
Yeah, I, I can't disagree with that. And it's funny just how different the narrative is now, having seen the off-season moves come together and, and sort of solidify the group that did lead them to the Western Conference Final last year. And, and I can recall putting out a tweet like the night that the Oilers bowed out in, in Game 4 against Colorado saying... This is exactly the type of step that this franchise needed to take to itself for to convince itself that it knew how to win, right? Like you got to figure out how to win, and the only way to do that, I think, is by you know pushing the envelope and maybe um, maybe out kicking your coverage in some senses. Remember, nobody picked Edmonton to get past Calgary, and then they did, and then they went and got slapped around by the team that ultimately won the Stanley Cup and looked like they deserved to essentially from Game One last season. So, you know. Here to hear Kevin Lowe talk about that really tipping the scale in terms of what this should mean for the future of these players. That's what I believe. And there's a lot of other detractors out there from this Oilers team that said, okay, yeah, but okay, yeah, but you you made it this far, but you still have two players making this much money. Oh, but you still don't have a starting goaltender. Oh, but what's your decor gonna look like? Blah, blah, blah. A lot of those questions, they've been answered now. So really everything that Kevin Lowe said about just kind of buying in and 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 soaking in that atmosphere and understanding now that you know you can revel in the winning and the and the energy of that I think it bodes very very well for this team moving forward and I look around and I'm not sure how much stiffer the competition really got in the Pacific Division perhaps we'll break that down with some of our guests a little later on in the show tell you what we'll take a time out here on Oilers now when we come back NHL today and a little bit more on uh, well the international scene as we're talking Helenka Gretzky and we're talking World Juniors as well it's Brendan Escott filling in today Bob Stoffer on vacation on Oilers now. Bob's still enjoying some time away. I am back from my European vacation. And again, a big thank you to Cam Moon for stepping up and filling in there. Uh, Derek Scott as well. Cody Jansen, he'll be back a little later on this week. It's uh, it's a cast of thousands, I guess, it takes to, to keep this thing moving here on Oilers now. At least it does when... when, uh, when Time away options are very limited for the kid that works on the football broadcast as well. So, <laughs> again, thank you, Mooner. Thank you, Derek. Thank you, Cody. As far as those wondering about the podcast go, yes, we're uh, we're actually transitioning from something that does not matter to you at all. It's all on the back end. We're getting it sorted. Your podcasts are uh, are going to keep flowing. So don't you don't you worry about that. I guess you can tweet me about it. You're gonna anyway, but uh, I promise you, they're not going anywhere. All right, let's go to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialists. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Okay. Calgary Flames extending Andrew Mangiapani three years, $5.8 million there. While they obviously had a little bit of money to go around with the departure of Matthew Kachuk. And as far as... as I guess not necessarily a lifeblood, but maybe somebody that's going to be relied upon as more of a driver moving forward for this team. They had to lock up Andrew Mangiapane. Big time showing at last year's uh, World Hockey Championship. That earned him maybe some more top six minutes and he really ran with the opportunity in the first half of the season anyway he was the true definition of a road warrior he scored i think he had like 20 goals scored away from home 
something to that effect. But anyway, coming off his career season, Mangiapane, three years, $5.8 million per season. What do you think about that contract? A little bit too steep, a little rich for your blood? What do you think? 780-496-0063. They also locked up Oliver Shillington for two more years, $2.5 million on the back end. Good mobile uh, good mobile defenseman. Have we seen his ceiling already? I would suggest so, but you got to have those serviceable players. Shillington signs there. New Jersey, meanwhile, avoiding arbitration with forward Jesper Bratt after his career season. They signed the restricted free agent to a one-year deal, $5.45 million. And if memory serves, Bratt was a fifth or sixth round draft pick. So uh, credit to the scouting department there. And frankly, credit to the Swede, Bratt, for being able to pull it together and and uh, and really earn himself uh, at least a show-me deal. So that's that's what we'll call this one, the one-year. Am I actually worth $6 million a season? Let me show you again. Maybe I'm worth seven. Nashville is going to arbitration with 23-year-old forward Yakov Trenin. When that contract is decided, Trenin will be the first player since Detroit's Tyler Bertuzzi in 2020 to actually have his value determined by the arbitrator. So there you go with that. NHL's preseason schedule did officially release this morning, the whole darn thing, but we already knew that the Oilers opened up their preseason campaign at home against Winnipeg Sunday, September 25th. Canada, meanwhile, continuing uh, to dominate at the Holinka Gretzky, as we've alluded to down in Red Deer. They beat Switzerland 14-0 in the opener, and then it was Slovakia that fell victim 9-1, and that was last night. Tonight, a much stiffer test coming from the Swedes. They've also beaten the Swiss and the Slovaks there, and then we'll see. Is it another meeting against the USA once the medal round comes to fruition? Those are always the best games. As for the 2022 World Juniors, those are set to start next Thursday. Will not feature Russia. Um, Edmonton Oil Kings sending three players. Goaltender Sebastian Kosa back representing Canada, just as he did over the holiday season. Uh, he was a Fort McMurray product we know coming off year three with the Oil Kings. He was 33-9-2-1, had a 9-13 save percentage and six shutouts. But it was really the playoffs that, that we saw Kosa shine once again where he went 16-3 and with a 1.93 goals against average, a 9.19 save percentage, and five shutouts. Six regular season shutouts, five more in the playoffs as they went to the, uh, the Memorial Cup. Jacob Demick, he'll play for Slovakia. This is a nasty player. I think that uh, he's owned by Vegas. They have his draft rights. This is an awesome hockey player. He's big. He's nasty. He can score 54 points in 55 games last year and 17 more in 19 playoff games. So Demick for Slovakia. And then it is Luka Hoff joining Team Germany. He was named this past weekend. Uh, he was uh, selected by the Oil Kings in the first round in the 2022 CHL import draft and then actually signed his uh, WHL standard player agreement last week. So he'll be with the Oil Kings moving forward. He will be with Germany next week. Played in the third division in Germany last year. 32 points in 25 games there. So there is your update for NHL today. Again, Canada kicking off their tournament. And and we're venturing to get 
more insight into, I know it's, it's a bit of a different tone, of course, with this World Juniors coming around. Not only is it in the summer, and I mean, believe me, trying to put together a hockey show on August 4th isn't the easiest thing to do. So trying to generate that kind of buzz for the World Juniors uh, to start August 9th and, and to wrap up on the 22nd is, is difficult enough if it wasn't surrounded in this dark cloud of, of sexual assault allegations and this sort of thing that's that's really been dragging the organization down. So um, they're talking, they've had the players talking about it. Mason McTavish, who in all likelihood is going to captain this Canadian team, speaking out about it. Uh, we'll, we'll get a guest or two on later in the week and really sink our teeth into what's going on on, on that front and the efforts to, to prioritize the hockey right now. Because at the end of the day, this is an opportunity for these kids to either better themselves internally in the environment that they're playing in, you know, as competitors, as hockey players, but they are essentially the first group that will be tasked publicly with turning the image of this around. I mean, this is the first event since this has all come to fruition, isn't it? That's putting a lot on these young kids. I don't know. I think so far... The likes of Mason McTavish have handled it pretty darn good. 12.28 in Edmonton. It is Brendan Escott sitting in on Oilers Now this week. We'll have more after a global news weather traffic update with Evan Cook.